If you haven't got problems, I feel bad for your son. Welcome to Girl Problems, a new segment from the Friend Forward podcast where I attempt to answer the personal DMs that you send me on Instagram at Danielle Byer Jackson. And I give my best attempts to help shine some light on the friendship issues that you are secretly grappling with to show you that you are not alone. And so I want to share with you today a message that I received um, that really tugged at my heartstrings. And I know that there are many of you who are feeling the same way. And so I thought it might be very beneficial to share. Here we go. Danielle, I am an active 64-year-old divorced grandmother. Although I work and I am active in my church, I do enjoy my own company, but I feel lonely. I'm finding it more difficult to go out on my own because that's just how it's always been. How can I develop ways to cope and manage my feelings of loneliness? If you do respond to this, please call me G. Before I share a few words of encouragement in action for Miss G, I want to start by thanking her and by thanking all of you. Because I have to tell you, I am so freaking proud of the diversity of the women who follow this show. Ethnically, generationally, economically. I hope it shows you that friendship is the great equalizer. It doesn't matter how old you are, how accomplished you are, we are still figuring it out. We are all secretly struggling with certain friendship issues, okay? So you're in good company. You are not alone. When it comes to the issue of loneliness, I like to start by just sharing the three types of loneliness. Now, I'm going to keep this quick and, and short and to the point. Um, I mean, I get paid to speak on this very subject. And so we could literally be here for two to three hours breaking this down. But for now, I want to give you the highlights. And I, and I feel confident that that'll be enough to encourage you, motivate you, and move you forward. Okay? So here we go. The first form of loneliness is intimate loneliness. That means that you feel like you are not deeply and intimately known by another person. Now, most people have this satisfied by perhaps a significant other or a best friend, but you feel like you can show up as exactly who you are. There are no defense mechanisms. There's no facade. You can trust this person's feedback. They can give it to you straight and you are appreciated for all that you are. Okay. That's a very intimate thing, you know, to be known in that way. But a lot of us have plenty of friends, but we don't have intimate loneliness. And that is what we're missing. The second kind of loneliness is relational loneliness. So perhaps you are intimately known by a spouse, but you don't have friends. So relational loneliness speaks to a lack of varied connections and relationships with people platonically right? Uh, I hear this often from women who are like, you know, I, I, I should be satisfied. You know, I have my boyfriend and he's cool or whatever, but I don't know. I, I, I want more. And I think this is what's going on there. A lack of friendships. And then finally, there's collective loneliness, which I think a lot of us are suffering from, but we can't name it. So hopefully this helps. Collective loneliness is when you are disconnected from a group. And I don't necessarily mean like a, a a tight little friend group, although I guess that could qualify, but a larger group that gives you purpose, that reminds you that there is something that's greater than yourself and you're a part of something purposeful that connects you to something grand, right? So what I mean here is, um, I, this is the, the exercise I typically give to help us understand how to connect 
um, in a way that helps us to kind of solve our collective loneliness. I want you to think of the various aspects of your identity. So for me, I'd say, okay, I am black. I am a woman. I am a mother. I am a Christian. Okay. And I might need to find various communities that affirm those aspects of my identity so I feel seen, I feel understood in those ways. And I'm a part of this bigger group that has a purpose, that has a mission, right? So it's one thing to talk to, um, you know, friends who are not women of color. But man, when I talk to another black woman, I feel seen and known in a different way. I don't have to explain myself. I don't have to justify. I feel affirmed in that aspect of my identity. When I'm among other women, I mean, men are great. Men are great. They're fine. (laughs) But you know, there's nothing like being among other women. And you can just kind of give each other that look. Or you can give a complaint about something that happened that day. Or microaggression at work. And the other woman just gets it. You don't have to explain yourself. Right? Being a part of a church group. That helps you feel connected to something bigger than yourself. I think a lot of us are missing that. Now, you said that you had that particular aspect of your social life on lock. You said you were involved in your church, which I think is amazing. I think a couple things that might be getting in the way. I'd be curious to see how you open up and share about what's going on with yourself when you do talk to other people. Because it's one thing to to socialize. It's one thing to have recurring social dates on the calendar with a, with a good friend. But how comfortable are you with getting vulnerable? with being seen, with taking a risk of being rejected, with opening up. Because if there's a part of you that feels like you are maintaining a certain image, then you do not feel known because they don't know you. Perhaps you won't allow yourself to be known uh, in that way. So that might be the difference maker. The second thing is I don't want you to internalize feelings of loneliness. It often has like this cycle where we start to think that because we feel lonely, we are repellent or broken or inadequate in some way. And then because of that, we withdraw because we feel like we're not good enough for other people or that we won't be mis- uh, we won't be understood by other people. And that, of course, makes us feel even more isolated than before. Uh, there's research that suggests that, uh, if you have, if you engage in pro-social behaviors, if you do kind things for other people, that makes you feel more connected and helps to ease, um, feelings of loneliness. And then finally, remind yourself that this too shall pass and that being lonely is not a marker of who you are. It's just a reflection of the season that you're in. And it's a part of the human experience of the human condition to sometimes feel this way. And if you ever feel lonely, I want you to remember this. It's simply just a a biological alarm bell. The same way that being thirsty indicates that you need to drink something and being hungry indicates that you need to eat something. Being lonely means you need to go and get connection. That's all. So Uh, I hope that that's enough to get you started. If you have your own questions, your own girl problems, I would love to help you through it. You can submit them to me on Instagram at Danielle Byer Jackson or on our website, betterfemalefriendships.com. And until then, I'll be right here rooting for you always on your ongoing journey toward better female friendships. Until next time.